Hey, hey, you are listening to the Motherhood Revival Podcast. This is a podcast for moms who just need to feel revived. So get yourself a drink, sit on down and take a minute for yourself. If you're looking for inspiration or just need to hear in another adult voice, this is the place for you. (laughs) Guys, today we have another Take What You Need episode. It's a pick me up episode, a smaller episode of the podcast that's shorter, full of truth bombs, my own thoughts, and just things I feel like need to be talked about, need to be addressed, need to be shared. Things that I feel like are super important from what I've taken away from social media lately, just whatever I feel like is important to put out there. So hopefully this episode helps you in some way, or at the very least provides some background noise while you're driving in the car. Also, I keep these episodes pretty clean, so they are (laughs) child-friendly. So if you just need something to like tune out your kids in the background for 20 minutes, this will be a good one. I promise. Today on the podcast, my friends, we are talking about self-worth and self-appreciation and just really focusing inward on the self. And this is something that we're going to cover over the next few Take What You Need episodes. So I'm so glad that you can come and listen and take part in what will hopefully leave you with some inspiration. All right, let's get to it and thank you for coming. Also, before I forget, if you are loving what you're hearing, please go ahead and just give us a rating, leave a comment, share it on social media. Any of those things are going to help others like you find this podcast. So any of that would be hugely appreciated and would help so many others to find us. So thank you and let's get to it. All right, friends. So thank you so much for coming to today's episode. Again, I am so excited to be bringing it to you. We are talking about self-worth and self-worth is something that's so important to me. And it's something that I've talked about a little bit um, here and there, just kind of in bits and pieces. And we'll, we'll visit that a little bit. Um, but before we get into that, it's something that I have seen a lot on social media lately. And I think I've seen a lot of it as this whole body positive movement has kind of come to the forefront in social media. You know, there's a lot of magazines and digital digital platforms that are sharing more and more about beauty, not just being skin deep and beauty being so much more than just like a, a vague physical appearance that we are quote unquote supposed to have. And it's something that I've talked to with some of my guests and in particular one that I'm really excited to share that will be coming up um, fairly soon. But it's also something that I feel like we can struggle with for a lot of different reasons. It's not just cut and dry. It's not, oh, I look this way, so I feel bad about myself. There are a lot of different elements to self-worth. And that is something that is huge and broad and we will not be able to cover in this episode just because this is a shorter episode. But as I said earlier, this will be a part in a series and this is just the beginning part of the series. So hopefully as time goes on, 
we will be able to fill in all of the gaps that I feel like might be created from this beginning episode. So, you know, you got to have something to start with. You got to have an overview, or at least that's my opinion. But we're talking about self-worth and as I've seen it on social media and portrayed in quotes and, and images and real pictures of women. And then I've also seen, you know, just blog posts and statements and Facebook posts that are just text. It seems like we all struggle with our own self-worth in some way, or we do at some point in our life. Maybe right now we don't, but at another point in our life we did, or we may in the future. And as I've been thinking about that, I feel like right now I'm, I'm at a pretty good place overall. I, I have a lot of things that I am working through for sure. I think at any given time, anybody has a lot of doubts and questions and concerns about themselves. And I think that's normal. Um, it's sad that that's normal, but I think it's just part of life and being a human and the whole human experience, right? So that's just something that's unavoidable. But as I've, as I've thought back throughout my life, the last, I would, I would say like seven years, especially, you know, the late teenage years and now as an early adult, um, some of the biggest issues I've had with self-worth have had to do with either my physical appearance or with feeling like somebody else did not think that I was good enough. And for some reason that made me think I was not good enough. And both of them are kind of tied to boys, (laughs) which really shows where I was at, especially as a teenager with immaturity and and with not really knowing who I was as a person, with not really knowing myself. And so I think that that's something that I've been able to work through. But I also think that a lot of it has come or did come from just feeling like I didn't meet expectations or like I had some imaginary bar I had to meet or pass to be good enough. And in some ways that's tied to my belief system, religious wise. And that's kind of sad to say, because I think we want to think of our beliefs as something that kind of tethers us and keeps us grounded. But in other ways, it can feel unattainable to, to be able to reach, you know, this godly or Christ-like standard that Christian people choose to hold themselves to. And it's impossible. (laughs) It's not realistic. Really, you will never be perfect. And that's just a fact of life. And it is really hard to accept when it feels like that's a standard that you have to hold yourself to. But also, you know, I think there's a lot of issues with just feeling like in the world, you have to look and act and be a certain way. And I think that lately, especially in the last maybe three, four, five years, there's been such a huge cultural shift to being more of an individual, being more unique. People are able to be more of who they are, whether that's very 
outspoken and loud and creative and wonderful in that way, or very introverted and quiet and keeps to themselves. You know what I mean? Like there's a lot of acceptance in general, and there's a lot of pushback on that acceptance, but I think that it's really great that this overall cultural shift has happened and it it forces us to think of again our own self-worth and what has affected that and so that's been kind of a catalyst for this episode in this series so I am really appreciative to those on social media who've kind of forced me to think about it <laughs> because right now, like I said, I, I'm in a pretty good place. I feel pretty confident in myself. I feel pretty self-assured. I'm okay with saying no to things and with putting what I want and what my family needs above what other people think or what other people would expect. And that's fine with me right now. But a few years ago, that was really hard for me. I have always really enjoyed being a people pleaser. And this is something that I talked about in my episode of the Life Beats Project with Brianna Johnson. And you can go back. I will share that in the show notes. You can go back and listen to that. I had so much fun chatting with her and sharing my story on there. Um, But, you know, this is something that I talked about. And I've thought about it since then, like my own self-worth was very derived from what other people thought of me. And in a lot of ways, it still is. Unfortunately, that's something that I don't know will ever completely go away. I like making other people happy. I like doing things that make other people feel good inside and being somebody that people can rely on. And it's hard for me to say no to people, even if it's about something dumb, like, where do you want to go eat? Oh, I don't know, because I don't want to hurt your feelings. And say the wrong place, you know, and that's, that's just who I am as a person. But, um, it, it's been in the past, something that's held me back from really feeling like I could be the most authentic and genuine person that I am and has kind of hindered my self-worth because I've based so much of it on if somebody else is happy at me, if I have upset them, I feel like less of a person or I have felt like less of a person. And that even went as far as with boys in high school and when I was dating and obviously was not married. Um, I, I spent a lot of time wondering like, well, why would this boy not like me? <laughs> and that's so silly, but it's, it's part of the experience that I had and that's just how it is. I mean, it's something that I can't go back and change. And I wish that I could be like, Hey, self, that's dumb. But you know, you can't, you can't go back and, but you know, you can't go back and change those things. And that's okay because being able to take the lessons that I learned from that and apply them to my life now has helped me so much when I do struggle with my own self-worth and when I question if I am good enough or if I am pretty enough or whatever it may be at the time. And it's really made me realize what is the most important things about me and what I would like my I guess legacy if I had to if I had to sum it up sum it up sorry if I had to sum it up in a word what I would want my legacy or what I would want to be remembered by and you know I'm not going to go into that I think that's very personal for a lot of people and it's something that maybe we can talk about later as as we go into this series 
But um, I think that taking what I learned from the times when I had very little self-worth has helped me to have a lot stronger sense of self-worth at this point in my life, even though that was only, you know, seven, six years ago. It's still been a very powerful and life-changing thing for me to, to have grown from. So having said all of that, in this series, we are going to focus on some of the things that you can do or that even I do, (laughs) like things that anybody can do to help you feel more of your self-worth. And I'm not talking about religious things. I'm not talking about spiritual things. I'm just talking about finding that inner peace that I am good enough. I am worthy enough. I am living a happy life where I feel satisfied and good. And it comes down for me to a few things. And for each person, I feel like the journey to finding your own self-worth and feeling really genuinely good about yourself and happy in your life and satisfied is very unique. But I feel like there, there are a few things that everybody can do to start and find that, right? And I think that one of the major things is practicing self-love and self-care. And I know that there are people that will hear that and they'll cringe because they have this idea and that's not what we're going to talk about. I'm not going to, I'm not going to tell you to take baths and go for runs and you'll be magically cured from all of your ailments. Like that's not realistic at all. But talking about self-care and self-love is really important and really beneficial to a lot of people and something that is beneficial to me and has helped me to like take real practical, meaningful time for myself in ways that are not just taking a bath or going to go get myself a treat, like that are really and truly beneficial to me. So we're going to talk about that. We'll also talk about doing the things that make you happy and living a life that sets you up for that. So I don't just mean, again, I don't just mean taking baths. I know that kind of sounds like the self-love, self-care thing, but it's going to be a little bit deeper than that. And also leaving behind things that don't make you happy and leave you feeling fulfilled and satisfied in your life. And I think that that's a really important step and kind of touches on some of the general direction that my life has taken recently. And I'm not going to go super into that, um, but I will give an example while we're talking today, just very briefly in a little bit, but these are some of the things that I feel like can help you to, to build your own sense of self-worth. And also they're just things that are healthy mental practices. I think they're things that can help you to feel better. And I know that you're listening to me and you're saying, well, what expertise do you have on this? And I don't, I don't have qualifications. I don't have trainings. I don't have any of those things. I am just a person sitting in my closet and telling you what I think. And you know, that's all right with me. I am fine with just sharing my thoughts and opinions and talking a little bit too much about things that you've probably already heard before, but I hope that this series will be beneficial to somebody, even if it's just beneficial 
in, in little pieces and little takeaways that might pop up on Instagram, even that would be fine by me. So I hope that this is something that will help somebody in any small insignificant way. And now a quick break. Hey guys, so I know I've shared before that I have not been sleeping super great. Well, <laughs> I have the best solution, truly. I have recently got our Helix Sleep Mattress and it is phenomenal. I have not slept better and that is not an exaggeration. I am waking up totally refreshed. My body is so much less achy in the morning. I feel like I can just jump out of bed and take on the day and it is absolutely wonderful. I am loving it. I sleep so comfortably on this wonderful mattress that is totally made for my sleep type, for my body type, for the way that my husband and I sleep differently. It's amazing. Between Jake and I, we are so happy. <laughs> and that's not just me sharing an ad. That is me genuinely satisfied with this product. I mean, I am loving our Helix Sleep Mattress. It's so great. It's been life-changing, truly. Now, because Helix thinks that you also deserve your very best night's sleep, they have given me a little link that I can share with you to give you up to $125 off all your mattress orders. So just go to helixsleep.com motherhood to take their two minute sleep quiz, which will help you customize your mattress to your unique needs based on your body type and sleep preferences. Even if you and your husband sleep completely different, I promise they will split the mattress down the middle to meet your sleep style. So you're just going to go over there, take their two minute sleep quiz, and they will match you to a customized mattress that will give you the best sleep of your life, hands down. So right now, Helix is offering up to $125 off all mattress orders. So you can get up to $125 off at helixsleep.com slash motherhood. One more time. That's helixsleep.com slash motherhood for up to $125 off your mattress order. I love my Helix mattress and I am having the best sleep of my life on it. They even have a 10 year warranty and you can try your mattress for 100 nights risk-free and they'll pick it up for you if you don't love it. But I know that you will. All right, guys, let's get back to this episode. All right, so like I have already shared, in this series, we're going to be talking about self-worth, and that is so important, so important. We're talking about practicing self-love and self-care, doing things that make you genuinely happy and leave you feeling satisfied in your life and leaving behind things that you don't. And I promised that I would kind of touch on what I'm meaning in each of these things. So let's start with the very basic. I mean, practicing self-love and self-care can be so basic. It can be so easy. And I think it's something that we talk about a lot, like a lot. And we don't always talk about it in ways that I feel like are healthy or good or spread the best message about self-love. Like I said earlier, it doesn't always mean taking a bath or going for a run or taking a walk, but sometimes it does. I mean, to each person, it's going to look a little bit different. So 
starting with the very, very most basic part of self-care. And like I said, this is just to touch on it. This is not a full-on episode on that, right? But self-care in what we're going to be talking about, basically within those parameters um, of being something that is important to finding your own personal feelings of self-worth is going to be focused on through the lens of how can I feel the most like myself and take care of myself in a way that will be able to benefit me for the life that I want. Not just, again, not just very simple things like eating ice cream before I go to bed or, you know, those kinds of things, but actually constructive ideas and takeaways for those of us who are interested in deeper ways of practicing self-love and self-care, whether that is having a mantra that you speak to yourself regularly, whether that is, you know, giving yourself permission to not go to things, even family events, (laughs) even things that you would deem important so that you can take some time for yourself and find that peace of mind and not force yourself to feel like you have to do things. And you know, this also goes into doing things that make you happy and leaving behind things that don't. But I feel like this, this just kind of, this just kind of touches the surface. This is a little bit more focused on what can I do for myself when I feel like I just can't keep going. When I feel like I am so stressed out and I am running on empty all the time, what steps can I take to make myself Or what steps can you take to make yourself remember your own self-worth or feel that self-worth coming into play in your life? Okay, so again, it's not always just about little things. It can be about much deeper things like letting people know that you're just not going to be able to go to the family event because you don't want to stress yourself out. It's not worth it to you to feel like you're running around like a chicken with your head cut off or turning down, you know, an invitation to go and help with somebody or even saying no to going to church on a Sunday because you feel like you just can't do it this week. There has to be self-care and self-love and recognizing that deeper sense of self inside of you that needs a break and needs some things that you can't always give it if you're running and giving all the time. And I feel like as moms, that's something that we're really good at is just trying to run on empty and, and stretch ourselves so thin so that we can take care of everybody else's needs. So we're going to talk about practicing self-love and self-worth and what that looks like as a mom, especially, right? Then we're going to also talk about doing things that make you happy. And I, again, I'm not just talking about the most obvious things. I'm not just talking about like, oh, go hang out with your friends tonight. Go, you know, get yourself something that you want to drink or go buy something new, which can be things that make you happy and they can definitely make you feel good temporarily or maybe even long-term if it's something that's really exciting to you. Like I know that I have some clothes that every time I wear them, I just feel good about myself, right? But by doing things that make you happy, I mean genuinely looking into how you can build the best life that you want. 
And again, I'm not a life coach. I'm not a psychologist. I'm not any of those things. I'm just a person with opinions on the internet, right? But I do know that by taking the steps to constructively piece together the life that I want and really being a goal setter and visualizing the way that I want my life to go, I have been able to make my life a happier place and make myself a happier person. But also by recognizing some of the more toxic things in my life, I've been able to do that. And that goes into the third piece of leaving behind things that don't make you happy. And I promised an example of this and, you know, I'll share (laughs) because when else will I have this appropriate time, right? And this is just something that's going to go into a later episode, but you know, I'll, I'll talk about it here too. So as we know, I am a teacher outside of the interwebs (laughs) and I've been working at a school and it just has not been the right fit for me in a lot of ways. And I really tried to make it work. And I think, you know, the people that I've worked with have tried to help me make it work in the ways that they know how to, but it just has not worked out for me or for my family. And it just has not made me like the happiest version of myself or even the happiest version of a teacher that I can be for the kiddos that I work with, right? So I was able to interview a couple other places and I got a job at a school where I feel like I am really going to be supported and fit in well. And it just fits some of the needs that I have. And especially with our kids and our family, there are a lot of things that it will fit really well for us and for our life. And that being able to recognize that I was in a place and a situation where I didn't feel like I could be my best self and where I felt like I was kind of internally tearing myself down a lot or telling myself that I was not good enough or smart enough or, you know, experienced enough to be good at my job left me feeling a little bit worthless as a teacher. And and so, you know, it was just not the best situation for me and that's okay that's okay to say this is not a healthy place for me for whatever reason. Maybe it's self-inflicted. Maybe there is a lot of self-inflicted pain or guilt or feeling of doubt that you are putting on yourself for whatever reason. And that's something that you need to figure out how to eliminate. Or maybe it's from somebody else that you work with or that you live with or that you're related to or you're friends with, you know, or maybe it's a bad habit, whatever it is being able to leave that behind is so important in finding a life that makes you feel like your best and most happy self, right? And we all want to be our most bright and sparkly and beautiful and wonderful selves. And you can't do that if you are not feeling like you have value and self-worth. So like I said, this was just a very brief and general overview of what we're going to be talking about in the next few Take What You Need episodes, but it's something that I feel like is important and that I wanted to get out and to share with you all. So I appreciate you taking the time tonight to listen and to to be here, to show up, to hopefully share and share your opinions and share things that you want to hear and talk about because this is a community space. This is something that I, as much as I love being able to share my thoughts and my feelings and my opinions and the stories of others, 
there's so much more learning that happens when we are interacting. So if you have something that you would like to share, especially on the topic of self-worth, I would love to connect with you. Please feel free to reach out to me on Instagram at Motherhood Revival or on the website motherhoodrevival.co. Um, and again, feel free to leave just a comment or a rating or to share this podcast episode or any of your favorite podcast episodes on Instagram and your story so I can connect with you through that. I love being able to reach out and connect with people and I think it just builds such a great sense of community and love for others and I I love being able to to hear other people's stories and thoughts and feelings. So Again, I really appreciate you listening and sharing as as you do. Thank you so much, and I hope you have a really fantastic week. And we will talk more next week when we have an interview, which will be a really, really great interview and actually talks about some self-love. So I hope to see you then. And for now, goodbye, friends, and we will see each other soon for sure. And I promise I'm going to be more active on Instagram because that has been the bane of my existence lately is just not feeling motivated to get on Instagram, but I will be there and I hope to see you there or, or anywhere around the interweb space. So (laughs) have a great week guys, and we will catch up next week.